Hey everybody, welcome into the Haven Podcast. You could be listening to anything else in the world right now, but you are listening to me, and I appreciate that. Um, recording a little bit later uh, on this Thursday evening, I was trying to wait out the storm because uh, this morning we got a little little thing. I don't know if you guys have heard of it or it's uh, it was the second trailer for this little movie called Avengers Endgame uh, that came out this morning. So that was just me watching that on repeat like a fucking nerd. Looking for all the little hot scoops. But that is not what we're here to talk about today, believe it or not. That is saved for the upcoming TV and film focus episode, which is every single Monday that you can hear right here on the Paven Podcast. But what we are doing right here, right now, is this week's video game focus episode. And we have a lot of little goodies to get to. So amongst the Avengers trailer and all that craziness, Microsoft came out today and it's just unzipped it and just put it on the table for you saying they're looking at you it looks down back at it just says hey take a look at this take a look at all this how do you like how do you like this and they were just slapping it around the table hitting people in the face sony has a black eye oh my goodness so much ah it's such a good time to be a freaking fanatic when it comes to like video games and tv and Ah, fucking movie ah, all over them all over the map all over the map people but let's stop dealing with oh i don't know whatever it is i'm dealing with with just catchphrases and hot buzzwords let's get into the goodness of today's episode so let's start off here um let's start with the microsoft news let's let's jump into that that's been that's been some good shit today so the last this whole week microsoft's been a little like kind of crazy with certain things and um it just goes to show you what what they're planning to do like this week i felt like was a a big commitment from them to show the public show audiences that hey this is where we feel the the future our vision of gaming is going um see what y'all think about it so with that said this morning like a drop like hotcakes um Microsoft came out, let me put up my notes here so we're all on the same page. So they came out and announced, hey, we're bringing Xbox Live support officially to um, all Apple devices. So iPads, iPhones, iPod Nanos. I don't even know if they make those anymore or if you can play video games on it. So probably not that. But pretty much anything and everything iOS related, right? As well as Android. And they're bringing that support of Xbox Live to the game specifically. So now you can have this situation where it's easy for developers that make like a, a game for an iOS to basically put it in the Xbox live marketplace or not in the marketplace, but track achievements. You can long it with your gamer tag, all that stuff. So now all of a sudden when I'm playing that really, I wouldn't say shitty, but I'm playing that one pizza game where I get to make pizzas and run my own restaurant. That's free to play like an asshole. Hey, I can maybe if they, the developers do it, I can get gamer score points down. You can see that on my list. So it's more of them just, progressing we want xbox live game pass we want xbox live game pass that's that's not a thing xbox live as well as game pass in addition to our new x cloud service which is our streaming thing that we're going to be unveiling later this year we want that on every fucking device across the world but you if you listen to the podcast you know kind of where they're going with this and how they're going to get there and how just jazzed i am for what this future might be so in addition to that um they also came out and uh, I think the day before they're like, Hey, we got a new app now. So when you're on your PC, so you got like a nice desktop uh, PC or you have a gaming laptop and you want to stream 
any PC video game you have. You can now stream it directly to your Xbox and play on there. Um, that is taking up the hardware. So if you have like an old school fucking Dell, please do not think you're going to run the latest, you know, Assassin's Creed game on high fidelity and somehow magically the hardware works and lets you do that. It doesn't work that way. But I think it's, again, it's not a, it's not a huge deal. I don't know how many people are clamoring about, oh, I want to play my PC um, games in my living room or on my couch or in front of my big TV. I don't know what that audience is, but it's there for you. And it's nothing too crazy. doesn't cost you anything to do that. So if you do want to switch it up, you're like, yeah, I want to be at my desk and kind of geek out on here today. Or, hey, you know, I kind of want to chillax a little bit, put it on my TV without fucking running HDMI and all that shit. Boom, there you go. Um, I personally would like to give this a try because I'm curious to know. I would think this works well with single player games with multiplayer. I wonder how that would work. If I'm playing multiplayer on a PC and I'm live streaming it or just basically mirroring it on my big TV that I play my Xbox on, will you have more? Like, what's the input lag? That's a big thing. And that's the big question for all this shit they're doing. Can they get the lag down to a point where it's not noticeable at all? You know what I mean? That it doesn't affect the game itself because that's where you're going to lose people. If people notice like this is a piece of shit. I'm not going to, they're not going to use it. That's the way it goes down every single freaking time. There is no question about it. So they announced that crap today. So you got freaking Mirian shit. You got them coming to iOS and then they announced GameStack. So GameStack is basically this new initiative by Microsoft to give these tools to developers, big, small, medium, or large, and use Microsoft stuff like they're, they're tools that they use, their own software, to develop your own video games. And they test it for you. You can put it on the marketplace. Like insane shit. It's all clean cut, all well done. You can even bug test. Like it's insane to me what they're doing. I couldn't find a price for it though because I would assume they're charging. But don't be surprised if we see an attached announcement to this down the road where they're using the new engine they're developing uh, for Halo. Halo 5, I think they're at now. Halo 6. Um if they start putting that in there and it's Microsoft's way of like, Hey, this is our version of the unreal engine. This is our version of frostbite that we develop in house. We still let our developers use whatever it is they want. There's no mandates, but if you as a developer want to kind of tool around with the hate, the new halo operating system or new engine, here you go. So again, just more stuff, giving more tools to people out there just to make kick-ass stuff and amazing games and really and, and just really close that gap, really close that gap of no more excuses. You can kind of do make fucking games in your underwear now in your mom's basement if you want to, if you're that type of person and make it look cool and rad and not worry about all these other intricacies that go into making a game. Some of it has nothing to do with making games like marketing. There's all this different stuff for you. I'm sure Microsoft will take a hit or a piece of the pie, um, but it's that's really tempting to do all that shit. Like depending how the tools are, fuck, dude, I'm gonna make my freaking highly acclaimed nine part Batman series that I will probably get sued for that I've been planning and making in the background for what am I thirty now? For at least twenty five years of my life. That's right. It's been an epic nine game series in the making. Um, maybe one day on um on Patreon I'll I'll do a video on that. I think it actually might be kind of good. Um, or it could be just be totally horrible. And this is an awful idea, but we'll see. That's not for me to decide. Um, in addition, last but not least of what else they're announcing in regards to this 
freaking tech boom. Speaking of their xCloud, their streaming service, they're teaming up with a company called GameEye that has servers all across the globe. So for those people that live like in buttfucked Egypt, you hope that these guys, GameEye, have a server up there. I'm sure Microsoft gave them some moolah, upgraded their tech out there so you can... Microsoft doesn't have to go build brand new fucking server towers all over the globe in order to make xCloud more more efficient and more, you know, more, what's the word I'm looking for, more easy for people to get into. So with this partnership now, they're already teaming up with someone that has this stuff all over. And it's just more points, more servers for you people that want to do xCloud to attach onto very, very simply and easy and hopefully have a, a much better experience. Again, it's all going to be about the fucking lag with that thing. If they get that wrong, game over, man. It's not going to game over, man. Game over. It's, it's not going to work for them. It's just going to be shit in a box. That's pretty much it. So um, very interesting stuff. Now, so Microsoft did that. Also this week, they had a new episode of Inside Xbox, which is like their show they kind of they do um, every so often when they have new stuff they want to report. And it's actually been pretty good for the most part the last two years. Like they've been bringing some really nice stuff to the party. So during this, they did have one segment where they have the one broad uh, for Xbox where I want to see how much she actually plays. They gave her a uh, Xbox controller that had like uh, that was attached to a what's it called? Uh, Android phone. And she was live streaming right then and there using the xCloud power of or the power of the xCloud <laughs> to go ahead. And she was live streaming Forza Horizon 4 and she's just sitting there playing and it looked okay. It looked like it worked. And I'm just always so skeptical of that shit. Like until like Microsoft has said with xCloud this year, they are going to do beta signups. I will definitely be doing that. And I will report on to you. Like I'm going to put this thing through the freaking ringer and see like how good is this shit. I'm going to go to different areas. I'm going to try to go to a mountain and see if I can play it on there and see how that all goes down. But very excited to hopefully get my my foot in the door of the beta invite for this and really put it through its paces because I just think this type of technology or this business idea they have for it is super duper cool and it could be amazing. Um, but at the same time too, I think we're also going, well, this ties into the next story. Let's, let's go there before I, I get too excited. So in addition to Microsoft doing all this stuff, we had tons of reports come out and Google has teased it. In a not so subtle way where they're like, oh, come to the Google keynote at GDC this month and see the future of gaming. I imagine that's how they talk there. So <laughs> they, from everything that's kind of been reported, leaked out, etc. We've talked about it before on here somewhat. It was last year around the fall, I believe, with their project Yeti. It looks like Google will announce their own version of their streaming service at GDC at the end of the month officially. Hopefully they bring demonstrations as well as pricing and a release date or something to the party. In addition to that, though, they will also announce that they are stepping into that Google's throwing their hat into the console war um, or the hardware business has been a console war for a while. It's, it's getting ready to be freaking software war, but they're entering that space, so they're going to compete with PlayStation. They're going to compete with Xbox, with Nintendo. Um, well, maybe not Nintendo. They're a little bit of a different animal and beast when it comes to uh, video game consoles. But they'll have two different versions that they'll announce and introduce. One will be basically kind of like, I wouldn't say on par. That's the right, I don't know if that's the right word. It's going to be the equivalent of like the Xbox S. It's entry level for you. But for those that want to spend the extra money... 
we're gonna have they're gonna have their own version of the Xbox X that's on steroids pretty much. So we'll so a couple notes I want to get to. In the offset, that sounds great. It's competition. We're pushing the envelope. More people come to the party. We already know there's rumors upon rumors that Amazon, you know, is stepping into the hardware business as well. What's interesting to me about all of this, and it kind of goes, it's going to tie in a little bit, I promise, with what I was trying to say about Microsoft in the beginning of the episode. This is all interesting to me because of the fact that I don't understand why Google would throw their hat in the hardware business. It's something that they're like, they don't have a great track record with for the most part. Like, let's be honest here. So I hope they've done their research and they realize that this is a different industry you're stepping into. Um, Like you will get eaten alive by gamers if you don't deliver on your shit, Um, especially with new hardware, because everyone wants you not to succeed and to fail. Um, Overall, could this be good for the industry and push it forward? Absolutely. However, it's you got to do it the right way. I think if I was Google and I was advising them because that would matter, they would. I would say, hey, you come out here with your GTX and your NVIDIA, NForge, Titan, Apocalypse, whatever fucking video card or whatever you guys are calling it nowadays with your 24 gigabytes, terabytes, super GD4, Apex Legends 6 fucking RAM or whatever it is, right? If they were to come out and say, hey, this is what we're doing, this is our consoles, we're entering the race, but we're going to reinvent how you purchase a console, meaning we are going to have it moddable. You, We will sell kits with a Google stamp of approval on it, and every six months or every 12 months, you can buy these kits for a couple hundred dollars, and you yourself can just open up your Google box and upgrade it to the latest and greatest that we've provided you. It wouldn't even have to be every six months. It could be like every year and a half two years and you could charge a couple hundred bucks for it um so you keep the skeleton you keep all that stuff but boom here's a new hard drive here's some new ram into it and then if you send us the old stuff back you know we'll, we'll give you um a five dollar google credit or some shit like that right since we're going to recycle it for you like to me that would get me interested because we've seen these people we've seen a lot of companies with a lot of fucking money and even i may argue more expertise in this field than google try to do this and if you're like well what are you talking about danny fucking y'all remember sega like i know they had their issues but they thought they had everything figured out we saw what happened there however more recently does anyone ever like I, let me ask this does anyone remember the steam box you know that series of gaming consoles or pc equivalents that valve made Y'all remember that shit when they got into the console race, but they were like, we're not really into it. They like half-assed it. They tippy-toed it and they had that atrocious looking controller that they released. I'll wait. Yeah, my point exactly. What happened to that shit? They just stopped supporting it. Like if Google is going to do that, it's just like, don't be in it to win it. Um, Don't waste anyone's fucking time with this shit because the Steambox, all that crap. And they went to different manufacturers and all Alienware. And they were making very, it was was all over the place. It was fucking an arm and a leg. And it's like, this is unreasonable what you're doing. And everything's through your fucking Linux shit. Like, come on, dude. Like, what are are we talking about here? Keep it moving. So 
it's just going to be interesting. I hope Google knows what they're getting themselves into. They've done the proper market research and it's not them just doing a couple of polls at some events and on their websites. It's more and them just tracking, oh, we can't wait. Are we, we're going to base our whole business plan of entering the video game landscape or the console business based off of Google searches. Like, all right, have fun with that. So I would, I want to see what they're going to do. I would love for them to take a risk and come in hot and heavy and be like, no, this is our print. Like we're putting Microsoft and PlayStation on notice. Like we're here to win this thing. And I think that's what it's all about. If they come in and like, oh, we'll just, we'll release these two versions of the consoles. And we have a partnership with Ubisoft, you know, like Assassin's Creed's coming out for our console next year. And it's like, uh, okay, cool. Like that's it. Like what's so different from you? I'm already involved in the micro or the Xbox ecosystem. Everything's Xbox across the board with what I do. And then I only have so much room for a second console and that's already occupied by PlayStation. So if you want to be my second console or you want it uproot what my number one console is, all right, you better bring that shit because I'm, I mean, I don't think of any other way than it comes down to, will they get the support from certain developers and publishers if they go beefy or the hardware? Are they? Are like developers going to take their time to put the extra money and manpower into getting the most out of the Google Box X or whatever the fuck they call it? Or are they just gonna be like, dude, we can we can upscale the graphics a little bit. That's it. Like keep it moving. Like we're not going to sit there and do this thing from the ground up. So then, I mean, is Google have partnerships where they're getting exclusive games? Then we're going back to exclusive bullshit. It's like, ugh. It's just going to be interesting to see when if the how they unveil it and what their plan is and how they're planning to get into the gamer ecosystem of what it is we do. I personally would love it. Again, more competition, more things for me to cover and talk about, good or bad, but it adds a different dynamic to it because we've been down to what I would argue is a two-company console race for how many years now, and it's a little ridiculous. Like, if you want to bring in three or four, go for it. Some will say, oh, it's gonna it's gonna water down the market. Maybe. I don't I honestly I don't fucking know. And we don't know if it's gonna be good or bad for the industry. Um, I'm willing to take the chance and learn from history and figure it out and see, hey, can we push the envelope and do other shit? Like, trust me, I don't want to be the guy that owns four or five video game consoles from five different companies. You know how many fucking passwords that is to remember? And oh fuck that shit. No, 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 no. I don't want to do that. But if it means we get better products across the board from each individual company that we enjoy, then shit, why not? I, you know, go for it, right? Like, I'm cool with that. So it's just going to be super interesting to see how this all unfolds and where they go to. And I mean, I'm waiting for Amazon to have their shit come out too, where they're like, we're doing a fire console or whatever the hell we're going to call it and our own streaming service with our cloud. And it's just like, this is a good time for video games. So speaking of video games, this was uh, this was a good story that came out this week too that I really enjoyed. I, I couldn't wait to share with you guys. So during this inside Xbox thing, and yes, we're moving on to the next topic. Um, we had an official announcement that was teased. It's been rumored for a while, but finally, Xbox came out and said, "Hey, the Master Chief Collection, which for those that don't know, is an assortment of all the um, for most of the most of the Halo games, right?" I think ODST is not on there, and neither is Reach. Neither is Reach. But all the other ones there, and I don't think Halo 5 is. But you're talking about Halo 1, 2, 3, um, 4. Um, so the whole thing, and they've like HD or 4K'd the shit out of it. It's all Xbox 
what's it called uh or now with xbox x supported like enhanced and everything so this giant collection you can go play each individual online mode from each game so now when this came out this thing was a stinker the thing did not work whatever this game and it's like a zillion gigabytes to download right apparently from everything i've read and i've researched they've done a great job 343 of not letting it die and they've put time and money into it to fix the problems and make good on what they initially announced. Now, that's great, but how many games have we played before where they're like, give us a year, we'll fix it. So I'm whatever about that. But we are where we are now with this. And apparently it's good. It's awesome. You can even play it on Game Pass if you want to. So I think that's a good way to get goodwill from a lot of people. So they announced uh, the other day that it is officially coming to PC. I think the last Halo game was just Halo 1 that came to PC way back in the day. So that is that in itself is crazy. So you'll get to play all these Halo games that were never on PC before. And they're all going to be, I would hope and assume, and from my understanding it will be, it will take advantage of all the pros and all the awesome benefits of being of playing on a pc rig you know it's they're they're not going to shortcut it which i think is great so they did all this and you know everyone lost their shit it's like oh fuck it's no longer a rumor it's all in let's go and then microsoft says oh by the way yes you can actually buy this the you know master chief collection you can buy it on steam so as well as the microsoft store so again, it's Microsoft putting their money where their mouth is and saying, yeah, this is our this is our Mario, right? This is something that was a shitbag. We've cleaned it up. We've polished it. It's not a shitbag anymore. We want to share it with a bigger community, and we want to share it with that community on their own terms, on the one platform that they th- that we know they enjoy playing games on in that Steam when it comes to PC gaming. So... They do all this, and then a really cool story that kind of followed out from it that I it just gave me a gave me a good smile. Let's put it that way. Um, tons of people were sending free pizza of all kinds to three four three's main studios in Seattle to the point where three four three you know they got on their Twitter saying we thank you guys so much. This is incredible. And then they started asking people, please stop sending us pizza. We we just literally the receptionist is gone now. We can't eat all this pizza shit like that. And it was just it was I always like it when you see that dynamic or a showcase, if you will, of a good relationship between a developer and fans. And I think that's something that kind of goes a little bit not to get too sentimental and, and kind of like um, and sound like a pussy on here. But I, I just think it's great. It's just because there's so much there's so many reasons for all of us to get on a keyboard or talk amongst each other and bitch and moan and complain about a game. And don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not taking back literally the last almost year plus of this podcast of me bitching about developers. Um, but it's like, hey, when they do good, when they do great, and it seems like a cool thing, give them praise, you know, when it's there. Don't give them unwarranted praise, though. When they sit there and they relaunch a game that's broken and they're screwing you with scummy microtransactions and they like yeah but we put player trading in that's something you guys wanted remember yeah you guys requested that we have that in there now praise us like no 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 no. like it doesn't work that way you can't just do one thing but then keep hitting me upside the head with a frying pan and expect me to say thank you for doing the dishes um so yeah really cool stuff about that so lots of good stuff so microsoft is god they are just been on a roll the last fucking year it feels like the last year and a half microsoft is just doing the right thing, saying the right thing, all at the right exact timing. Their timing is really good. And I expect huge, huge 
uh, things coming out of their press conference at E3 um, this upcoming June, and I cannot wait for that stuff. But this wouldn't be a ha- or a, a Haven podcast episode if I didn't kind of bitch about something, right? So I've been, and I've talked about it on the podcast before, and this will be our last topic and stuff, and you guys got to get stuff going and, you know, have a wonderful work week or a wonderful weekend plan. I want you all to enjoy it. But I got to I gotta get something off my chest. I got to talk about something. Why am I talking like this? I don't know. It just seems appropriate for this topic. So I have been, I, I would, I have a very horrible memory. It's getting worse as I age. So I'm pretty sure I do repeat myself as well as my word choice and usage most of the time on this podcast. And then I begin to ramble such as this as I'm like trying to remember what I was going to talk about. But the point is, what I did want to bring up is, I know I've said in the past, I'm not a fan. I don't get the whole battle royale genre thing, right? A zillion people playing Fortnite, like, I don't get it, okay? And I've even admitted, like, hey, I've, no, I've never played it. I don't want to. I just, there's nothing for it. There's nothing about the concept, the idea, or, actually, I should take that back. The concept and idea of a battle royale does tease me, okay? The way I see it executed does not. It does nothing for me. It's like someone saying, man, I got this amazing dish that I do. And I'm like, okay, I get some lamb, I get some garlic, and I'm like, salt. Is there salt? Yes, there's salt. Okay, I'm, I'm good. I grill, I'm all good to go. And then when they plate it for you, I'm just like, this looks horrible. Your plating is just disgusting. And these flavors, somehow, you managed to ruin the combination of garlic, salt, and lamb. How dare you? That's kind of how Battle Royale is for me. So I was officially, uh, last weekend, as the missus was out and about, um, out of country, which I think I brought up. And she's back. She's, uh, she's doing great. You know, happy to have her back in the house. So maybe that's where the boredom, the, the lack of human contact kind of got to me. But I was uh, somewhat in a what we call a Greek way or what we call in my family Greek guilted into um, partaking in a little game called Apex Legends. I know, Danny, a long-winded way of fucking telling us what you're playing and what you're going to bitch about. So I've been playing this Apex Legends game. For those that don't know, it's the... It's the fucking bastard offspring of what should have been Titanfall 3, or not should have been. I mean, let's just put they were working on Apex instead of probably Titanfall 3. That's all I know. They say they are working on Titanfall 3, but uh, I know what's up. So this is their their EAs, you know, jumping into the Battle Royale thing, blah, blah, blah. It's made by Respawn. I'm pretty sure they're using the same engine that they did use for Titanfall, um, the Source engine from Half-Life. And all that stuff. So I was guilt tripping to play this. I had no desire. So I've played a total of I don't know how many hours, but I feel like I've I've gotten enough time with it to come with an opinion, a, a reasonable, semi-educated opinion about this game, where I can give you my likes, my dislikes, because I think there are some things to like, and kind of support it a little bit. And again, this is all opinion based. I'm sure there's people out there that are listening that love battle royale games and cool just not my not my bag right not my jam so i'm going to focus specifically on apex legends because again this is my first foray into battle or battle royale games right so where to start with this 
the idea of a battle royale of these 20 teams and for apex you're forced into playing with a total of three people it could be random and everything like that but you can't queue up yet for solos or doubles but it's like it's always like yeah it's like 20 teams of three if i remember which makes for like what 60 players or some shit um so that's cool you you launch into the map and you skydive instead of parachuting oh what a fucking difference oh shit apex fucking changing the battle royale genre people that's right you just fucking you, you jet in like a fucking marine off the sky no parachuting like that PUBG and fortnite garbage okay all right so you fucking you go in there and you, you drop in and you just fucking diddle yourself <laughs> Apex Legends is one of the most boring fucking games I've ever played. And here's and this is what I mean. You're like, what Danny? You're you're on the edge of your seat for survival. How could you be bored? Hear me out. I wrote it down. I did the statistical breakdown. I spend more time in a round of Apex Legends literally standing around and or and or running from building to building looting shit that i have no idea if it's good or not or if it's an upgrade or if it's going to make a difference when someone one shots me that's pretty much it people so for every like 15 i think it's like if you can last it's like 15 20 minutes or something a match somewhere somewhere around there i may see if i am lucky two incidences of combat of like actual gameplay of fighting the first one, no, oh, excuse me, but the first one when it goes down, or one of the two, is me just dying all the time. So it's it's so fucking boring. You spend, I spend more time just crouched and waiting on the outer ring because that's the objective of the game is survive, be the last team standing, right? So I'm not going to go around like a fucking Rambo and just start shooting people and starting shit because I'm going to get, I'm going to lose. So what I think the lore is of Battle Royale is... And we know I noticed this playing last night. There are so many people because in Apex, when you're up there in three, you take turns of who's the jump master. They're the one that controls when you launch out of the plane, and you can make recommendations of where to go. Like, oh, go to that spot over there. It's a high loot area or high tier loot area, you know. And people are so impatient in this game that I think they just get off on that adrenaline rush within the first two minutes of the game of like when you're in the airplane because i saw it so i see it so much in this game so many people jump out and blow their load right in the beginning of the plane and they go to these concentrated clusters with other players so it's them for the next two minutes if they're lucky running around punching each other or they're running around to pick the first one to pick up a gun and get killed so it's like they're padding their stats and then they end up dying and then they log out because when you log out of a game and you start up another one it's a very quick turnaround the time so i think the battle royale thing is this either a this heightened sense of adrenaline you think you're getting by playing that way or b this heightened sense of uh what's the word not fear of suspense because you're like oh, i don't know who's around the corner i don't know what team that is and it's kind of like that's cool but it gets old real fucking quick now what apex try to do compared to these other games like fortnite and PUBG, 
that I do like is they put a heavy emphasis on communication with your team, meaning you can press the RB button or press and hold it to do different stuff. Like tell your team, hey, let's go check that building over there. Or, oh, I tagged uh, an enemy running by so you know where they are on the map. You know, you could see them on your screen for so many seconds. Or I'm going to loot this area. I'm going to defend here. So that's cool. The way they implemented and did that with one button press, simple, easy. And it's one of those things where... I wonder if other Battle Royale developers are like, fuck, why didn't we think of that? That seems really simple and really like a no-brainer. They've done that. The other thing they try to do is the heroes, where they try to borrow the Overwatch model, where we have like, I think there's like six heroes or something, and I think six or eight, and I think like two of them you have to you don't have to buy. You can unlock them by playing, but whatever. So two of them are behind the fucking paywall grind bullshit right which is like cool and then of course there's tons of skins for every type of weapon for the characters emotes all like just like overwatch and that's all and this is you know free to play but you're gonna have fun trying to unlock that shit and it's just whatever the characters the heroes themselves and their abilities like they have one and one passive and one special right they took that from overwatch and that's fine those abilities for the most part are fucking useless they're so boring there's nothing about it it's like oh yeah barack barrage over here she can she could summon a, a missile strike and it's like cool what what else can she do she gets super fast if like someone shoots at her like how fast like uh, uh, like a tenth faster than what your normal speed is running okay and it's still the same concept the ring collapses in and everything and the ring doesn't do anything like, I got stuck behind the rings. I didn't know what the hell I was doing the first couple of matches. <laughs> and I'm getting damaged. And I'm just, like, literally just healing myself, taking my time. And I'm like, I could cheese this whole fucking thing. Like, what are you doing? Like, it should be like, dude, you got, like, 30 seconds tops when you get behind that ring line. Otherwise, insta-death. The game's over. Like, this match is over for you. Um, but, yeah, there's hardly any consequence to it. It's just, like, this, what's the word, this artificial wall that's bringing you in and it's like no go behind it nothing's really going to happen to you like don't be scared of the the incoming collapsed ring kind of thing really and it's like oh that kind of kills the stakes for me but yeah back to the heroes these abilities are just like none of them seem game changing to me none of them seem you can use them intelligently like there's certain areas or certain scenarios you may come across that you're like yeah, this character and her ability or his ability would be great for this type of situation. And it's like, how many times do you get a repeat situation in the fucking game where you can use that same ability? You don't. Like, it's ridiculous. And there's some abilities that are more uh, what's usable than others. You know, like, oh, like, uh, my brother, he was playing with this one guy that can, like, send out clones of himself. And it's like, cool. And then his abilities, he sends out eight clones of himself and he cloaks. Well, he can't fire after that. So it's kind of like, what the fuck? You're just having like a goddamn, it's like a, like I'm watching a fucking scene out of Cats the Musical. What's going on here? So it's, yeah, there's an adrenaline, a newness to it that I think is, and then again, this is my opinion, that's captivating to it, but that lore, that, not lore, what's the word I'm looking for, that, that adrenaline rush, that newness quickly wears off with this game. And I think it just kind of connects more into the, my larger point where I'm going to sound pretty pretentious that the battle Royale does good because of this fake feeling of suspense, this fake feeling or, or, or not a fake feeling, but this adrenaline rush you get in these little mini cycles over and over and over again. Like I literally saw someone yesterday play half of a match and they were killing it. 
and they decided to run out in the open and get killed for no reason because they were over it. They're like, I can't wait here. I've gotten all the little cool upgrades that I wanted for my guns and my armor and my helmet. I just want the thrill of dropping in and punching people in the face and who can get to a gun first and pad my stats. And it's kind of like that. And I'm like, all right. Um, so yeah, the, the gameplay flow of it or the loop of it, it just doesn't do anything for me personally. I, I found myself very, very bored after a while. I'm like, okay, here we are sitting down again, crouched. Oh, we'll go over here and hopefully we just don't get molested by anybody. And that's kind of what it is because here's my other issue with Apex. When it comes to like first person shooters, whether it's online or, you know, like you're playing single player, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I'm gonna. I'm not bad. Like I'm getting older. My Twitch reflexes are not what they used to be. But I still hold my own, I think, very, very well. I still can I can still run some laps around these young, you know, 15 to 14 year old, actually younger than that. What am I talking? Eight year old kids on Adderall. I can still hold my own. I'm pretty proud of that. Um, but the hitboxes, like it doesn't make any sense. I don't know how many situations I had where I dropped in on someone. I had, they didn't even know I was there. I just put a clip into them and they didn't die. And I'm like, what am I not getting? There's a disconnect in my brain about this. What am I missing about this game? And they would turn around, obviously know now that I'm, that I'm shooting them, and they would just shoot me once. And I'm like, okay, I had a purple helmet, I had a purple chest piece, which gives me a lot of armor, um, I, I don't know what I did wrong, my weapon has all the mods on it, and okay, like I don't understand, it feels like, oh, it's skill-based, but it's not, it's, it's like something's off with the game. I mean, it runs really well, I mean, I had some lag drops here and there, but nothing crazy, um... But yeah, no, it's really polished. Again, it's that source engine into effect, which is amazing. But all I can say about this game is... And then, of course, the whole idea that once you get downed, you're on a knee and you hope someone can help you. And I liked how they did that, where if you die, die in the game, a teammate can pick up, like, your DNA. I know it's really weird. And go to, like, a machine and put your sperm, I mean, your DNA in it, and you come back or whatever. And it's a cool cutscene of a dropship. I like that, so you're not always out, you know? Um, or if you do get shot, you fall to one knee before a permadeath and a teammate can revive you like in six seconds, that sort of thing. So that, I mean, that stuff is, it works. It's cool. But like the loop isn't there for me. It doesn't, it doesn't put its talons in me and doesn't let go where I have to keep getting that, that hit, that adrenaline hit, because I'm mostly terrified when we launch out of the fucking plane, to be honest with you, I'm like breaking out in hives because I have to decide or suggest where we go. I'm like, I don't want that. I don't want that pressure. I don't want that responsibility. So it's, yeah, it's just something about it. At the end of the day, playing Apex does one of two things for me, or I should say two things for me. It makes me want to stop playing it and go either play Titanfall 2 or play Overwatch. That's all it does for me. Um, I'm waiting. I think the concept of a battle royale is cool. But I'm waiting for someone to come in and be like, you know what? We're not going to do tweaks. We're not going to do some steadily improvements to the genre from other games you know and love. We are going to take the genre, turn it on its ears and upside down and really do something cool and unique with it. And I think there's a lot of things you can do in a battle royale that haven't been done yet. And it's just going to be kind of interesting to see where this goes because I'm personally on the train that it's a fad and it will go away. Like I would be shocked if in... 10 years 
they are making battle royale focus games anymore i could see a battle royale mode being added to a game and that would be a cool little gameplay mode like you know capture the flag back in the day we used to have capture the flag focus multiplayer games right and deathmatch okay i could see that being added kind of like how red dead did but i think that's it so i'm curious i hope i'm wrong because a new genre is good but i don't think it's going to be like you know battle royale enters the third person or rpg genre like i don't think they'll ever be side by side or close to each other i think it's just going to be an extension of a mode you put into a game but i don't know you let me know how you feel how do you like apex legends does it make you want to slit your wrist like it does me <laughs> no 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 that's that's a little too dark it's not that bad i promise i promise it's if you haven't never played battle royale give it a try it's fun it's great with people that you know like if you're on the mic talking with people that you're comfortable with it's super fun it helps pass the time and it's a game that you can put down come back to and not feel like you missed out there's probably never going to be a meta for this game or anything of that or someone that's overpowered and i i get it um but yeah it's just kind of there it's just like i don't know i immediately afterwards i actually i think the day late the next day i jumped on titanfall 2 and i had a fucking blast playing that online and i'm, I'm just glad to see that if anything good out of apex came it was that it researched the user numbers or the the player count on titanfall 2 so apex respawn thank you guys for that so all right, guys, that's going to do it for me for today's weekly video game focus episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed making it. If you like what you hear and you want to help the podcast grow, support it, etc., um, subscribe, rate, review, comment, all that bullshit, dirt. I need a shower after prostituting myself with that stuff. Hate doing that on your podcast listening platform of choice. Also, if interested, say send in your user questions at the Haven PC. Um, thehavenpc at gmail.com. That's our official email account. And then you can also look us up on Instagram or Mixer and or Mixer, uh, The Haven Podcast. Just search that and we'll be there. Um, and then, of course, as always, I have links to all that stuff and much, much more in the description below. So, again, thank you all so much for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. Um, kiss your significant other. Make love to them. Don't beat your kids and don't play Apex. I will talk to you guys this upcoming Monday. Take care.